Well, hey, hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Seller Podcast. This is episode number 210, and today I am I am really excited to share with you my next guest because, uh, well, she emailed me, and she, uh, she basically said in the email, which got my attention, was how a stay-at-home mom turned $100 into $70,000 in sales. That was the email. So, of course, I opened it. And I read it, and it was a very long, in-depth email, which normally when I see something that long, it's like, oh my gosh, how am I going to read all this? Because you guys all know I'm not really that fond of reading that much. I like to listen. But she just explained everything in great detail, and it was just awesome to hear how someone that has four kids, okay, all really, really young, was able to take 100 bucks and turn it into $70,000, actually the real number was 73,000. She actually corrected that number as we were doing this interview, but I really, really wanted to get her on the podcast because it just goes to show you that you don't need to start with a ton of money if you don't have it. I get a lot of people that say, Scott, I want to get started, but how much money do I need to get started? And I always say, as much as you have, right? As much as you can afford. I've done other interviews with people that turned, you know, $65 into $1,100 or $1,200 by selling stickers. Uh, there's a whole bunch of different ways that you can do it. I've got people that I've interviewed that have sold books, used books, right? So you just have to figure out a way, and that's what she's done, and she is just a go-getter. You're going to love her. Her name is Raquel, by the way, and uh, she is just an awesome, awesome girl. Um, I can relate to her story so much because she's a, she's a family person. She loves her family. She does everything for her family. Her and her husband wanted her to stay home with the kids very, very much like uh, myself and my wife decided to do going back 22 years now since we got married, uh, but it really, really is a great story, and if you are thinking to yourself, like, I just need to wait until I can get to a certain number before I start this thing, you really need to listen to what she has to say here because she started doing retail ARB and online ARB, and then she's now transitioned into private labeling, and it's really awesome to hear how she did it. Now, before we jump in here, let me remind you, you can download all of the transcripts and the show notes to this episode by heading over to theamazingseller.com forward slash 210. Again, that's theamazingseller.com forward slash 210. You can head over there, grab all the show notes, all the links, everything we discuss is right there for you. So I'm going to stop talking now, guys. You guys can enjoy this interview that I did with Raquel, and you can hear exactly how she turned $100 into $73,000. All right, so enjoy the interview. Hey, Raquel, thank you so much for hanging out with the TAS community. Thank you so much for taking time out of your, your evening. Uh, so how's it going? Yeah, it's going great. Thanks for having me. I, I yeah. appreciate you having me on the show. Yeah, I'm, I'm really, really excited to have you on. And the email that I received from you, and I'm looking right at it right now, that the, the title of it was stay-at-home mom turns $100 into $70,000 plus in sales. And that really gets anybody's attention, right? And it, it sounds yeah. great, but there was a lot of work to get there, right? Oh yeah. 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 It didn't happen overnight or in a few months. I mean, it took, it took a couple of years to get there. Yeah. Yeah. So why don't you do this for me? Why don't you kind of let people know a little bit about you personally, but then also kind of like how this journey kind of happened and, and kind of like your why and, and all that stuff. And I'm just going to be kind of like a little fly on the wall listening in and I'll ask you questions along the way. Cause there's, I'm going to have questions for sure. Cause I think it's an interesting story, but can you just kind of lead us through a little bit of kind of like, you know, the reasoning why you wanted to do this and just a little bit about yourself? Sure. Yeah. Um, okay. So the reasoning why I decided to do any sort of 
you know, um, extra income sort of thing is because, um, well, my husband and I both decided early on that, um, that we wanted me to stay home with the kids Mm -hmm. once we started having kids. So obviously that came with sacrifice. Sure. And, um, once the kids started coming, um, I was like, I'd really love to help, but Mm. I still want to stay home with the kids. So, um, now, how, like, how, well, old, how old were your kids at this time? Um, I had, well, so my, I had three at the time and my third was just a few months old oh, okay. when I started. So oh, she's okay. just, she maybe was just, I don't know, four or five months old. Oh, okay. And then I had oh. like a three and a two year old. You're, you're busy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, they were little, they were little. So I was thinking, oh, how can I help like just cover the cost of diapers, you yep, know? Yep. So I was like you know, something small. So and it's so, yeah. funny. It's funny because it sounds very similar to, to our story. My, my wife and myself, like when we started, um, you know, even going way back, I mean, we were dabbling in eBay and, uh, you know, we were just trying to find a way to, um, supplement, uh, my income because again, she wanted to, and then we wanted her to have her stay home and, and raise our children. So we were always trying to find like little ways. And uh, the one story I always share with people is, uh, you know, we seen that there was things selling on eBay. So we found these, these wooden bridges that were selling and we found them at like the Christmas tree shop and we started selling them. I think we bought like 30 of them and uh, we were able to sell them for like 130 bucks. We were buying them for like 30 and um, and they were selling like crazy. And that's really how we got kind of into that whole kind of like understanding the online space. And this is going way back, um, but a lot of work, but I can totally relate to your story. So yeah, continue, please. Yeah. Yes, totally. I mean, I totally relate. Exactly. That's what when I'm listening to, you, I'm like, that's like us, yeah, you know? Yeah. So, so yeah. So then I got started on eBay and, um, just like a friend, I don't know, just kind of shared an ebook about eBay with me. And I'm yep. like, Oh, this sounds like something that I can do. And I just started basically going to thrift stores, buying mugs for like 50 cents, selling okay. them for like 15, 20 bucks. Yep. Um, then, you know, we used games, whatever, basically I thought that I could, that I could sell. And, uh, yeah, so, um, that started, that was okay, but, um, that was working. I sold some collectibles for my grandmother and she gave me a cut off of that. So, I mean, you know, so I just, um, I did a little bit of consignment for some people when they heard what I was doing, but that just got to be a lot of work. Like I could only put so many hours in taking pictures, Mm. making a listing for each, you know, item. It was just too much. Yeah, that, so. that's the that's the tough part with eBay stuff. Uh, it really is. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think it's great for people, especially just starting out or trying to see if this is for them. But you're right. I mean, especially on eBay, like if you buy something and you want to resell it, you got to take your pictures. You got to create your own listing in a sense. With Amazon Retail Arb, it's a little easier because you find something that's brand name. You can kind of go ahead and piggyback on that. Um, but yeah, you're right. I mean, it's it's a job. But again, you were doing it so you didn't have to have a job, right? Exactly. Yeah. So, so it was working. I mean, it was definitely bring, I mean, the margins were awesome, um, for eBay, but, um, but yeah, I could only do so much Mm. with the hours that I had. And so I was a part of a eBay Facebook community and people started talking about Amazon FBA and I'm like, what is this? You Mm. know, like I better, you know, I want to check it out. And it seemed almost too good to be true. I'm like, really? You just send stuff in and they do all the hard work for you, (laughs) you know, because with eBay, you got to get everything packaged up like right away and you want to ship it out. So, you know, yeah. yeah, for feedback, you want good feedback and all that's really important. So, so how long was it that you were selling on eBay before you, you started to dabble in the in the Amazon space? Yeah, maybe about, I want to say, six months. 
Okay. So about six months. I know it seems like not a very long time, but mm. um, but I, but yeah. So it was about two thousand. Well, I started like late two thousand thirteen doing eBay. Then about the beginning of two thousand fourteen. Okay. I sent in my first box to Amazon. Oh, okay. Just um, doing like, just whatever I had basically that I wasn't selling on ebay very well mm-hmm. i was like let me just throw it in the amazon box and see what happens and and then i kind of forgot about it in a way because i got pregnant again <laughs> and okay. i get really sick when i get in like my first trimester okay i get pretty sick almost to the like i pretty much can't do a whole lot oh boy so i kind of just forgot about it okay and i wasn't doing any ebay stuff during that time e- any either so i just it all kind of fell by the wayside but then i started getting these emails that amazon was selling my stuff and i was like (laughs) what i'm like oh yeah i've i sent in that box this is actually working and then i joined like an uh fba newbies group on facebook and then i just kind of learned everything i could like while i was sick i basically just read everything that i could every post in the group youtube videos i watched i just kind of tried to learn as much as possible mm-hmm. so when i started feeling better again i uh just started sourcing and got the little amazon seller app went to you know walmart target wherever and just started scanning everything i could um and, and how, just, how was that working how was that yeah, that how- was working actually pretty good okay. um i saw i mean sales right away and i couldn't believe i was like really i mean I learned all about, you know, uh, BSR right away. So I kind of knew I had my little chart with me to make sure that I was buying things that would actually sell in a reasonable amount of time and wouldn't sit for a long time. So it was actually working pretty good. I got into groceries a little bit and I actually have like a really great grocery store by us and they, um, discount like, uh, discontinued, um, items like okay. flavors that they're discontinuing of certain products or whatever and they'll discount them pretty deep so like i it was like a crystal light flavor i think it was okay. and uh they were selling for super cheap like a dollar fifty like a, a pack and i was selling four packs of those for 30 to 45 dollars oh on amazon gosh. no joke <laughs> i mean it was crazy so i would find little like things like that yeah. you know that would really get me excited and then like in the summer when that Minions movie was coming out, yep, yep. Uh, you know, that was a big deal. Well, we had this huge display of like these Minion Tic Tacs. And I was like, just for the heck of it, you know, I'm grocery shopping. I'm like, I'm just going to scan it because I was like addicted to scanning yeah. at the time. And I'm like, actually, I was like, I think I could make some money with these. So I bought like, you know... I don't know, maybe like 20, they were selling three packs. So I bought like 20 worth, you know, enough for 20 packs to okay. send in to see if it would work. Yeah. And I sent them in and they were selling for like 25 bucks. Oh my God. I, I mean, it was crazy. I'm like, are you serious? So I went and I bought tons more. I would just, I just went back and bought as much as I could. I literally bought like a hundred, hundreds of dollars worth of Tic Tacs. I bought, I, I made thousands of dollars on Tic Tacs. <laughs> that I is mean, great. My sister and I joke about how we're like, I'm paying for my kid's college with Tic Tacs. But yeah, uh, but yeah, it's it was great. But the problem was it wasn't consistent enough. Those things were far and few between and like trying to find things to fit in the middle. It was getting harder because I could only go out and source so much right. with it, my kids. Yeah, it, scaling it is, is, is the hard thing, right? It, exactly. Exactly. So 
um, I was like, I gotta find a different way. I didn't really know much about private labeling that much. Uh, I knew that people kind of did it, but I didn't know what it entailed. Mm-hmm. I, I thought about wholesaling and I'm like, I just need to get a bunch of stuff at once and, you know, figure out how to sell it. Well, anyway, the year goes on and I'm still doing retail arbitrage and I have my baby in December and, um, yeah, so that happened, and I'm like sitting in the hospital bed. I'm still like checking on my <laughs> on my sales and everything like that. Swiping your app, arm. right? Yeah, I'm I'm sourcing. <laughs> I'm doing like online arbitrage while I have my baby in my arms. I'm like, oh, that you is know. funny. <laughs> so <laughs> you 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 were you were hardcore into it, right? Yeah, I was like, well, this because I knew I'm like this is something. This yeah. can be something. I mean, you know, doing five thousand, seven thousand. And sales a month. I mean, that's not anything no, you know, to spit at. So. No, that's that's good stuff right there. And I think anybody listening would be uh, happy with that. But I, I think I need to to cut in here and say, you know, it, it comes down to though that you are out there hustling. Though, you know, you're out there working. You're not like, you know, just hitting like uh, a few things here and there. Like you're you're going out there and you're finding stuff. You're consistently doing that. Um, now there was probably, and I'm just assuming. I mean, may, tell me if I'm wrong, but there was probably some stuff that didn't sell as well that you maybe expected that you had to say, well, you know, this might take a little longer. I might sell it in fourth quarter, but I'm not going to sell it now. Did that stuff type, did that happen too? Oh yeah, definitely happened. Um, you know, and a bunch of, you know, if a bunch of sellers get in, like when you're shopping at Walmart, I mean, everybody's shopping at Walmart, so they're all buying the same stuff. So, you know, you think maybe there's only a few sellers on, but once your stuff gets into the wet, to the warehouse, you know, everyone else's are too. So then, you know, it just takes longer to sell because more sellers means less chance of getting the buy box. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so, I mean, so at, at that point, though, I mean, you're, you're seeing, you know, pretty good success and you're starting to maybe, you know, dive into maybe you could wholesale like because you're probably thinking like at this point, like if I could just find something I could sell over and over again and not have to keep finding the 10 or the 20, you, you'd really have something there. Is that kind of the thought process? Yes, exactly. That was a thought process. So I just started kind of going online and um, searching for like wholesale. Like, what can I buy? Like, are there any just websites out there that I could buy something wholesale? You know, Mm -hmm. just buy a bunch of one thing. So I was kind of doing that and just for like maybe a week. And honestly, I kind of like stumbled upon this. It was through a junk mail email in in my inbox. And I don't even usually open my junk mail, but I was like, Hey, I wonder if these, this company has anything to sell mm-hmm. or for me to sell. Sure. So I kind of was like, Oh, I was like, actually I could get, you know, just looking around and kind of going back and forth from Amazon to what this company was, you know, offering. And I found that, you know, Amazon actually, you know, there were some listings up there and obviously I'm used to retail arbitrage, which means I just kind of jump on other people's listings. Right. right? right. And, and I just slap the label on and Well, I have this too, so I can sell it. Right. Well, these items were all generic. Mm-hmm. So I thought, oh, well, this seems generic. There's no, there was no branding on the actual item mm-hmm. on the product. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was safe to go. Right. Sure. Well, I send in this stuff and um, I get a cease and desist letter and I was like, oh no, like I don't like to do anything black hat. Right, right. You know, I like to follow the rules. So I was like, oh no. So I immediately, you know, got my stuff sent back to me and I was like, I got to figure out what, you know, 
how to do this. Yeah. So immediately I, um, I actually found your group like right away oh, cool. and joined it and, uh, found your podcast, nice. started listening to it and, uh, just being a part of the Facebook community. And I learned as much as I could. And within a week I had my own listing. I had, you know, um, I, I basically packaged all my own items, by the way. Okay. So this is, I wasn't sourcing from China. I was sourcing from somewhere in the U.S. Okay. Um, actually, anybody has access to this, but I don't know. It's, it's just like a, a secret. I don't know. But, um, but these products were um, just basically buy in bulk and generic. And, um, and I then, think... And then what were you doing? Like kind of breaking them apart in a sense and making your own yeah, little bundles? Okay. Exactly. Making my own bundles and labeling them myself and uh, just made my own little logo. And my husband's in the architecture field. He's kind of creative. So he kind of helped me make a logo. Nice. And okay. Yeah. So we just kind of... Um, so you, you were know, buying but, you were buying wholesale stuff in bulk and then breaking them apart and making them in little little packs or, or little bundles. Yeah. And then yeah. you could set your own price, really. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so there were a few items, like a few products on Amazon. I mean, it is a niche, but it wasn't very deep. And I didn't really realize this at a time at the time. I didn't really like focus on depth of market that mm -hmm, much, mm -hmm. which I probably should have, but um, actually in hindsight, it's actually working out really great for me. And, um, anyway, regardless, so I kind of feel like I got a little bit lucky there, but, um, I'm offering something that wasn't offered basically. Okay. And, um, yeah, so yeah, that I, I think offering something that's not offered, even if it's just a special bundle is something unique, right? Yeah, exactly. You know? I was actually looking at reviews of the other products that people had and they're like, Oh, I really wish that you had this. Yeah, there you, you know? go. So, and I was like, Oh, I can do that. And so I basically just did that and nice. it actually worked out really great. So. Yeah, no, that's, that's really, that's a great story. And I think for anybody listening to this, that's why I'm, I was so excited to have you on is because, you know, you started, you know, really just doing it the old fashioned way, if you want to call it that, where you're out there really hustling, you're finding stuff and you're selling it. And then you're now trying to find a way to create your own product in a sense or your own bundles. And you did that. And, you know, you didn't have to go out there and spend thousands of dollars in inventory to get started. You're kind of just like testing the waters, um, you know, by buying this stuff and breaking it apart. Uh, yeah. It's really awesome. I, I love this story. And just for people listening, it's like people always ask me, they're like, you know, what's how much do I need to get started to be successful? And, and the answer is, as much as you can spend right today. You know what I mean? Like there's, there's not like a set number that I can say that, you know, you need to spend $2,000 or $5,000 to get started. Um, you know, I just interviewed a guy recently who bought a bunch of, uh, these, uh, popular, uh, stickers uh, off of Craigslist. Right. You know, this, yeah. this person was closing them out and he, and he bought like, a, I forget how many, but he broke them apart and did the same thing and sent them in packs. And, uh, he ended up making about $1,100 in profit from that $65 purchase. You know, yeah. so it's just, yeah, I, I love, I love hearing about this stuff. So yeah, keep, keep going. So at this point now you, you got these things going, are you still selling that stuff there or did you? I am. Okay, cool. I am actually. Yeah. Awesome. And I like, I feel like I'm a little slow, um, to change things up. I'm a little, I was very nervous about the whole China thing. Mm -hmm. Um, I finally have my first China order in production right now, which nice. is really exciting. Yeah. Congrats. Um, yeah, that's super exciting. So I finally, I think one of my problems has been I haven't been able to get brand registered because I don't have my logo on my product. Oh, okay. So that's been a 
So I've been very anxious now to get, I really want to protect my brand. And so I've been anxious to get my logo on there. And actually I don't have just one product. I have multiple in the same niche. Okay. So um, I have multiple SKUs um, now because I've seen actually that they're all, several are very successful. Some I'm testing and are doing okay. And like, um, which is kind of fun, actually. I'm having a lot of fun with this. I don't know. Yeah. So now let let me ask you this. So like, okay, let's say for example, like you, you did that whole, um, you know, wholesale thing where you kind of broke stuff apart and, and stuff. Did you just, again, did you find something that you seen was selling, uh, without being kind of packaged or whatever, and then you seen that people were saying this, this that that they would want it in in these different groups or whatever, and then you started to just kind of put that package together and then start selling it. So you kind of proved it was selling it singly, but then you seen that if you did bundles, it could sell as well. Is that what you did? Yeah. Okay. Yes. That's okay. What, yeah. That's basically what I did. Okay. And um, yeah. And then yeah, just reading reviews basically of other products in the niche and. Uh, just kind of being able to meet those, you know, those demands, I guess. Yeah. So. Now, now in, in that, in, the, in those bundles that you're doing now, that new products or the, the new products that you're, you're sourcing from China, are they, can they be sold with that other one now too? Or is that a completely different uh, market? Yes, they can. Yeah. Well, basically, okay. So it's not really necessarily a bundle. I would say it's a multi-pack, okay, okay. but it's, but they're different than each other. I don't know okay. how to explain it without giving the product away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Away. No, no. I, I, that's, so that's fine. That, that's fine. It's a multi-product with a, a multi... Yeah. But, but, the, but the new product that you're sourcing from China could be sold alongside these other ones. Oh, yes. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, that, that's def- all I was trying to go towards. Oh, is yeah. That you're, yeah. You're creating something that could then help your other products as well. And now you're piggybacking off of those. Yes. Yeah. So you can actually help each other. It's kind of like you could, like if one customer bought something, they're going to buy that new product also, um, or they could buy that product that you're sourcing from China. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The product that I'm sourcing from China is actually an improvement on the one product. Oh, okay. So it's, yeah. So, um, so hopefully I like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, like listening to your podcast, obviously have encouraged me to like to, to do that, you know, to take the next step, go to the next level and, and yeah, competition, you know. Yeah. Um, and and I think reading the reviews is like gold, right? I mean, you're sitting oh, there, is. you're you're peeking into uh, like, you know, someone's business that they're already buying this certain product, and then you're able to see what people are saying. I mean, it's just crazy to think that years ago, like, I mean, I think going all the way back to when I was working in my father's company and in a construction field, like if we knew what our competitors, customers were saying that they didn't like about that company, and we had that in, intel, we could have been that much better. Right. Oh, yeah. So it's like they're giving us the stuff that we need to put into our products. It's yeah, just, you know, it's, it's unbelievable. It that's is. awesome. Uh, yeah. So that that's really cool. So, OK, so now let me just ask you this. Let me back up just for a second. So you did the, the wholesale stuff. What did you do to kind of launch that stuff? OK, um, well, I'm going to be honest. I didn't do a whole lot. OK, and I like to I hear did- that, though, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, I basically I I did um a, a giveaway if you will. I mean a discount yep. um of only 10. Okay. I only like gave a discount for 10 a deep discount for 10 10 products. Okay. So that's it. And then I was like um and then I just ran PPC right away and I honestly got onto page 1 like within the first week. Wow. I'm not lying. Wow. So I think it's just because 
there wasn't a whole there wasn't the depth of market there in that niche mm. and i was meeting some demand i guess that people really wanted yeah, well, I, was, I think you happened. didn't need a ton of sales then, right, to, to actually be able to get page one. Um, right. did, did you have an idea of how many were selling of those other products that you were hoping to set yourself alongside? Yeah, I did have an idea. It was only like they only had a BSR of like 30,000 okay. in the category that I was in, and which is still in like the top 5%. So I was still like, oh, well, that's pretty good. And I was just thinking that's better than what I'm doing with retail arbitrage. I mean, it's consistent. You know, I could count on it. Like, I wasn't really thinking I need 10 sales a day or five sales a day at that point, you know. And so, so what were you what were you shooting for in your own head? Like, just like a couple sales here and there? Yeah, I thought like 100 bucks a day okay. would be great. Like, that's what I thought, 100 okay. bucks a day. I, I like so, that. Yeah, I like that number a lot because it makes a lot of sense and it seems like it's obtainable. And then when you get there, you start seeing that you can scale that. But uh, yeah, so you, you were kind of just throwing skews in and then saying like, if I could get a hundred dollars a day, I'll be happy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And, and, and it's, I, now I'm like over five, 500 a day. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That is, that's incredible. And I, I think the, what I really love about that story too, is that, you know, you weren't saying like, I have to get this one product to page one so I can do 10 sales a day. You were basically going and saying, I'm going to put it into the marketplace. You're at 30,000 BSR. Anybody, anybody listening, they're like, you know, depending on the category, of course, it's like 30,000 BSR could be two sales every four days. It could be, it could be, and depending on the market, it could be, you know, five sales a day. Um, right. you know, but in, in your case, I mean, if, even if you sold one or two a day, you would have been happy because again, you're thinking about throwing these other SKUs in there. Um, but but that's another reason why I think, too, the competition was low because people that you're going up against or people that are doing what we're doing, they're not looking at products that are selling two two units a day. No. You know what I mean? They're going after yeah. at least 10, but they're probably even more towards like 30, 40, 50 or up to 100 a day in those very competitive markets. Hey, I had to cut in here real quick. We had a little bit of a technical difficulty and uh, we had to pick back up again. You're going to notice that Raquel's uh, audio is a little choppy and a little different. Apologize for that, but the content is still a killer. So stay tuned and just bear with us with the audio. All right. Well, we had a little bit of a technical difficulty, but that's okay. We're back now. So, okay. So let's kind of pick up where we were talking about, like, you know, a lot of people don't want to go at, you know, after products that are only doing two sales a day or, or, you know, two sales every two days. But you, that, that was kind of your strategy where you're kind of like, you know, I don't care. I just want to have products that I know can sell. And 30,000 BSR, for a lot of people, they don't even want to look at products like that. So for you, you were okay with that though, right? Right. Yeah, I was okay with it at the time. Like I said, I, I was used to retail arbitrage and I was like, oh, that's a pretty decent BSR. And that gets me consistent sales if I, you know, can get enough products. So, um so yeah, so that's how. Yeah, I so okay, so from that point now, um, and you start thinking about you know like taking your product and making it better, um, and all that stuff, and that's kind of where is that where you were at right now? Is kind of like where you're kind of like in that process. Yes, I'm in that process right now. I'm, yeah. Okay. So it's exciting. Yeah, I mean China's making my product right now. Got my samples. You know, it's very exciting to just see it with your logo on it that it's you know, yours. It's pretty cool. Yeah. And, you know, we were talking a little bit about brand registry and I, I do think that's important for you to do as soon as you can. And I think, like yeah. you said, you, you need to have, 
um, you know, a few different components there to make that happen. And, you know, one of them is, yes, you need the product with your brand um, on it. Right. That's like the number mm-hmm. one thing. Um, and then yeah. secondly, they do want to see some form of, of website. Um, it doesn't yeah, I did have, do that. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't have to be a huge website. It just has to be like a couple, two, three pages, you know, an about me page, contact us page, and then, uh, you know, just a product page. Yeah. And I did all of that. Um, so I'm, so once I get my product with my logo on it, I could, I'm hopefully will be approved quickly. And so, so. At, at this point now, so let me ask you this. So the product that you're, that you're doing, is it, is it really to replace one of your other products? Or, I would like to. Okay. Yes. So yeah. okay. So my question is: Are you going to start a brand new listing, or are you creating that as a variation? Um, I'm going to start it. I would like to. I would like to start it as a variation. Yeah. I think that would be the smart way yeah. to go. Yeah. Just, I mean, I keep my yep. my rank and all that. Yeah. I mean, well, and that's, that's what I was saying. As long as it's the same or similar then you can just let the the one variation run out and then the other one will pop in and now all of a sudden all those reviews stay housed underneath that listing. You keep all your rank, all that good stuff. Yeah, that was my plan. Yeah, no, that's good. It's a good plan. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So how far out are you from that right now? Um, About two weeks. Okay. I think, yeah, two weeks from them shipping it to me. So, um, so yeah, it's, so, so then once you once you get that product in, what are you going to do? Anything different or are you just going to basically fulfill it through that uh, that one listing and then see what happens? Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to fulfill it through that listing and okay. see what happens. And see what happens. I mean, are you going to run some yeah. pay-per-click? Uh, oh, yeah, definitely. I'll continue. I'm still running pay-per-click for, for all of my SKUs. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's it's doing pretty good. So, um, I, yeah, I'll definitely keep running pay-per-click and... Um, I probably won't do any giveaways because I won't need to. Right. I still have, I mean, the same reviews and everything that I already have. I mean, nothing, there's going to be very minor changes, you know, so it's, it's just minor tweaks, you know, so. Yeah. And, and I'm just reading part of your email here too, because I just want, wanted to make sure that we covered everything. But, um, you know, you, you basically said that, uh, you know, you, uh, you know, you, you started this thing with like a hundred bucks. Yes, right? I did. And yeah. and with that hundred bucks, I mean, when you first started to where you're you are now, uh, like you said here, and, and I'm reading this right here, you know, your your sales skyrocketed in the fourth quarter, and in total with your retail arb and your private label, you know, you're over seventy thousand dollars in sales. Yeah, seventy three. Yeah, yeah, seventy three is that what it was? You had seventy yeah. here, so yeah, so set seventy grand in sales, a third of it is profit. You had, and you yeah. said that you're so pumped. Uh, I would yeah. be too, and yeah. uh, and no debt either. You said. No debt, no. And and it feels awesome. So uh yeah, that is that's a great story. Um, I guess let's let's talk just a little bit about like, okay, so your your plan, like what is your plan moving forward? Like what's your I guess short term and maybe a little bit of a longer term goal in this? Yeah, so well my husband and I have been talking about this because he's, you know, pretty excited too for me and he he helps me a lot we talk all the time about it he's a good encouragement for me and he's always helping me you know with ideas and so um yeah we were talking and you know i guess my 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 most popular sellers my plan is to get them all to get china to to do them all okay like my biggest sellers yeah because i have about three that are that are like my big sellers and um, so I'd really love for China 
to be able to get my supplier to do all of them. It's, you know, the capital that it takes a lot, you know, so, so just got to make sure I can keep everything going. And, um, so yeah, that's my goal for the year. Um, I guess my long, long term goal would be, I mean, um, you know, you talk about the why, you know, why are we doing this? Right. And, um, I mean, you know, we got a lot of kids, we have, you know, four kids we got to put through college. So, you know, we're thinking my husband does love his job and, you know, so he's not considering, you know, leaving his job or anything. It wasn't really to replace his income. It was kind of, you know, meant for extra. And so, so yeah, I mean, pay for college. I'd love to actually pay off our house before I'm 35, Mm -hmm. which would be really exciting. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, um, you know, honestly, our, our biggest goal in life, like when we look at like, what do we really want out of life? And it's really to give like no one else. Mm. We want to be able to see needs and meet them. Mm-hmm. And, um, so like, that's kind of our ultimate goal in the end with all of this. But, I um, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I love it. I mean, I resonate a lot with, with you and your husband and, and, and your story. Uh, you know, it's, it's very similar to mine and my wife. I mean, you know, our, our, uh, main goal, I mean, I didn't have a job that I, that I loved. So, um, so I can't really resonate with that part of it, but I do know people that have jobs that they actually got that they actually love. And that's great. Um, you know, cause you want to do what you love as long as for me personally, that you can still have that time with your family. And I mean, what are you doing it all for? Right. I mean, for me personally, it's for to be able to spend time. I just got home, literally just got in the door from a baseball game with my son. Uh, I I didn't miss it. I was there, uh, you know, with my wife, my other daughter and my father who's visiting. Right. So it's like that's what I did because I wanted to, um, you know, and I could, uh, you know what I mean? Like, so that's the stuff to me that's so important. And I know just from listening to your story, I know that family is everything and you've got kids and, 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 and the part about giving, I mean, you know, my wife and I have both talked about this. Like we would love to take whatever we can in the future and, uh, and start to give more, you know what I mean? Like, and we just, it's just, I don't know when you can give and you can do it without worrying about taking away from just your security because it all comes, like you said, you want to pay off your house. Well, why do you want to pay your house off for security? Right. So you don't have to worry about that one burden. Mm -hmm. Right. And then that's going to free up more stuff that you can actually do good things with. Right. It's not saying that you just want to go and build a bigger house and and buy three boats and three cars and all that stuff. And if you did, that's fine if you want to do that. But me personally, like I'd rather just live comfortably, enjoy life and enjoy my family and all that stuff. And I think uh, it sounds very similar to to your story. So um, any advice for anyone out there that's thinking to themselves, you know, I'm just not sure if this is is, is really going to work, you know, for me. Uh, I'm not really sure. I don't have a ton of money to start with. Like, what would you say to someone? And you may even get people that ask you this because they know what you're doing now, but like, what, what do you, what do you say to that person? Well, well, I actually helped a friend actually get started. Um, oh, beautiful. and she was, she, she was a little nervous. Basically she just started kind of like your, uh, someone that you interviewed just recently actually was talking about getting started with books. Yep. And she had very limited startup and she just started with books selling on Amazon, just going to like book sales at the library. And, um, once you start, once you start seeing the sales come in, you will not want to stop. (laughs) I mean, honestly, it's the truth. Just start like, 
like you say, just yep. take action, just yep. a little baby step. And I think once you, you see those sales start coming in, you are going to want to keep going and keep going. And, um, yeah, I mean, just get started. Just yeah. do one, one small step. Yeah, I, I think just one small step. And, and like you said, I mean, whether it's uh, starting with books, right, or starting with uh, those wooden bridges that I found and I resold, right? It's like just find something and just start getting yourself immersed into the process. Yes. You know, and then you're going to learn along the way. And I mean, exactly. I guarantee, right, you everything that you've done hasn't been successful, right? No, There's been it ups has. and downs, right? Oh, definitely. Yeah. I mean, the, well, the whole cease and desist letter. I mean, that was a, that was pretty scary, Yeah. but yeah, I mean, and definitely not everything will sell and not everything works out, but that's okay. You just keep going and move on to the next thing and, um, keep pushing forward. Yeah. And, and let me ask you quickly too about this, cause we didn't really touch on that, but like, okay. I mean, I'm sure because you were in retail arb too, like fourth quarter was like the big thing, right? That's kind of yeah. like when you make all your sales and yeah. I mean, I think that's awesome for people, but I also think then you're always banking on fourth quarter. Um, right. Are you looking to then have just like more two of a steady year and then, yeah, have a little bit of a high in fourth quarter, but not really banking on it? Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, the whole goal was to have consistent sales mm. throughout the year and enjoying that little bump in fourth quarter. Sure. But like, I mean, you can't predict. Yeah, with retail arbitrage, it was just way too hard to predict. And I wanted to be able to have something I could kind of count on you know, for my family and not just be like, oh, hey, we have some extra this month, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, for people listening, I mean, here is a woman who has a huge amount of responsibility, has kids, a husband, you know, family, and, and, and here she is doing it and doing very well. And, uh, and you started with a hundred bucks. So, you know, I I just, uh, I just have to put it out there. I mean, when people tell me that, you know, they're just going to wait until they get, you know, X amount of dollars to start. It's like, to me, it's really an excuse because you're just kind of afraid that it might not work. Right. It's one of those things like, uh, I'm going to start, but I'm going to wait until I get this. And it's kind of like an excuse until you can get to that point. You might not ever get to that point, but it's an excuse to why you're really not going to start because you want to make sure that you're, you're protected in a sense. Right. Um, yeah. but really you have nothing to lose other than the hundred bucks or 500 bucks exactly. or whatever it is. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, and, and let me just ask you this. So for retail arb, I mean, do you still think that there's a place for people to get started there in retail arb if they wanted to, or online arb or even thrifting or any of that stuff? Do you still think that there's money to be made there? Oh, I definitely do. I mean, I mean, obviously competition is always growing sure. in that space. And I mean, even in private labeling and I think, um, but I, I still think there's tons of room. I, I really do. I mean, like my friend, she did really well, uh, last, you know, fourth quarter. She did so, I was so proud of her, mm. you know, just getting started in the books. She started, I think in October Okay. and she was doing thousands in sales wow. in, in December. And I just was so proud of her just for, you know, she just kept going and she just went outsourcing. And if you have the drive, if you, you know, you can do anything. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Well, you know what? I think we will cut it right there because, uh, you know, I think that you've, you've given us a ton of inspiration. Uh, you've given us also kind of, I guess the overarching, you can do this if you want to, 
Uh, and, and that's really what I wanted for people to, to get out of this and to really bring you on and just to say congratulations on all your success. And I really do appreciate you sharing that with me and then with everyone that is listening to the podcast. And uh, I do definitely want to do a follow up with you, though, because you're 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 going. I can tell you're, you're going in, in that direction and uh, you got your head down and you're moving. So I know that this here will be a, a pretty, uh, pretty cool update um, for, for myself and for others. But uh, yeah, I just want to say again publicly here, just congratulations. And uh, I'm so happy for you and your family. Oh, well, thank you very much. And I just have to say to you, I know you get it all the time, but just thank you for all of the free information that you put out there. I mean, it has just helped me tremendously um, through this whole process, really encouraged me to take that step with China. And, um, and I just appreciate it so much. I know so many people do. And Thank you. Yeah, no problem. And I love hearing that. And when I hear that, it makes me, uh, again, feel as though what I'm doing is is making a difference. And if it is, then I keep doing it, right? So I, I really do want to put more good into the world. And, and if this is something that I can do in a small way, I'll continue to do it. So I appreciate that. It does make me feel good and feel as though what I'm doing is is making a difference. So I appreciate that. So uh, yeah, that's going to that's gonna pretty much wrap it up. I'm going to let you go. And um, hopefully you can go get some get, get some rest or get some quiet time without the kids. because i I know with little ones uh that that can become uh you know pretty hard to do but uh, oh it's true (laughs) yeah so uh so uh, once again i just want to say thank you so much i i totally appreciate it and uh yeah keep me posted and if there's anything i can do for you please let me know yeah i will do thank you so much for having me scott i really appreciate it take care thanks all right bye-bye Okay, so there you have it, right? I mean, what an awesome story. I'm so glad that Raquel agreed to come on. And I mean, I learned a ton. I actually learned that, uh, you know, you can go out there right now. And I knew this, but you can go out there right now with very, very little money as long as you have some hustle in you and you want to go do some retail art. And you heard how she did it, right? She was buying wholesale stuff and then just breaking it apart and making her own bundles and everything. So it just goes to show you that if you have the the uh, the motivation and if you have, you know, not even necessarily the skill set, but just the willingness to want to go out there and work a little bit to get started, you can learn the system. And now that she's been through it and she's learned the system and she made over $73,000 in the process, she's now private labeling. So again, I just want to say thank you so much to Raquel for coming on and sharing that amazing story. And hopefully you guys have been inspired also that you've learned something along the way. And more importantly, just that you don't have to start with a certain number, okay? You don't have to start with a certain number of as far as money goes, right? You can start with whatever you have, just get started, all right? You guys have all heard me say that, right? About taking action and just starting. This is a perfect case right here of going out there and taking with what you got and turning that into a few extra dollars and then from there just keep scaling and uh, really really great story so once again I want to remind you guys that the show notes to this episode are at theamazingseller.com forward slash 210 and again you can get all the transcripts the entire transcript is over there for you if you want to read them over there if you want to download them over there or if you want to just have the show notes you want to check those out all the links that we discussed are in there as well so I would invite you to go over there and if you guys could do me a quick favor if you guys are finding this content that I'm delivering on this podcast valuable if you think that you want to share this with other people then go ahead and do that share it on Facebook maybe go to iTunes leave a review if you think that it's worthy of a review whether it's good or bad 
uh, go, go over and do that. Let other people uh, you know, know about the podcast, and that's really all I ask in return, and that would be amazing. And one last thing I want to remind you, if you're brand new and you're just dipping your toe in the water, uh, I would love to invite you to a workshop that I do where I'll walk you through the five phases to picking a product, all the way to launching your product and everything in between. We're going to also do live Q&A. And if you want to register for that and you want to hang out with me for an evening, you can head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash workshop and you can register for an upcoming workshop there. Again, we give downloads there, some checklists, some templates that you can use for sourcers. All of that stuff is there on that live workshop and I would love for you to attend. And we just we have a great time over there. We give out some prizes as well and uh, it's just a lot of a lot of fun and I like hanging out live there on those workshops with everyone. And we do live Q&A there too. So if you have any questions, you can ask them there and uh, yeah, that would be awesome. So that's it guys. That's going to wrap it up. Remember, I'm here for you. I believe in you and I'm rooting for you, but you have to, you have to, come on, say it with me, say it loud, say it proud, take action, have an awesome, amazing day, and I'll see you right back here on the next episode.